Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. I'm going to invite Bonnie. She's going to open, open the words and share what she felt the Lord put on her heart this morning. So um, can I just invite you now? You may just want to place a hand on your own heart. We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit who loves to illuminate his word does that. So Lord, we ask that you would mold our hearts, you would open them, that the double-edged sword of your spirit, which is the word of God, would come and you would pierce us and you would cause us to become more like Jesus in our hearts, in our heads, in every corner of our lives. We pray your blessing, your anointing on Bon as she shares. Thank you, Lord. Bless her today. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. Oh, it's so lovely to see so many lovely faces. I know I can't see your faces online, but it's lovely to see some of your names. Um. Just before I get into that, I was away last weekend because I was hanging out with the teenagers. Yes. <laughs> it did remind me how old I am. Um, and I'm not a young adult anymore. <laughs> In fact, I came home on Sunday, said to Rob at 6.30, I'm just going to go and lie down and promptly fell asleep at 7. So, uh, old lady. Um, but... It was such a joy and privilege to be away with our teenagers and our youth leaders. Um, And there's lots of things I could say. But probably one of the memories that really I've carried with me as as I've just been reflecting on the weekend is uh, because the teenagers couldn't sing at camp, for worship, that was quite a big deal for them. And so, you know, the worship team had to <laughs> bless them. They did fantastically. A couple of days before, kind of figure out well, what are we going to do during worship? Because we do worship times a, a few times in the day. And so they came up with all these very creative ideas, uh, which was amazing. And so we did some sort of reflection on scripture. We did some art and some artwork. Uh, We did some flag waving. Um, And as I watched our teenagers, while trying not to watch them, obviously, um, I just, their heart to want to engage with God, even though it was probably not what they would have chosen, uh, it was possibly a little bit weird um, for some of them, but their heart to just want to worship God was so inspiring. Um, Even when they got a little bit bored with the flags, they didn't do sword fights. Like, (laughs) nobody whacked anyone else on the head. (laughs) I was waiting, I have to be honest. (laughs) Um, But just that kind of uh, desire to be in God's presence was uh, a challenge for me, but just also such a privilege to be able to be there. So whenever you think about our teenagers, I know some teenagers couldn't be there um, due to COVID or, you know, all the things are going on and, and they were sorely missed. Um, 
But, you know, as you think of our teenagers and our young adults, um, the crew who lead them, do pray for them, particularly as they go back. I know we've prayed for going back to school. Um, yeah, just in this time that they would choose Jesus because um, it was beautiful to see them doing that on the weekend. Okay, enough of that. So this morning, uh, we're going to kick off just a three-part series So over the next three weeks. Um, you know, as we were coming into the new year, um, new year can be a little bit of a reset for us, can't it? We can kind of get to the end of December, sometimes crawling to the end of December, particularly last year. It felt like a, yeah, like a slither, <laughs> even worse than a crawl. Um, and so we kind of, in our heads, we kind of like January. I'm going to, some of us make resolutions. I haven't made them for ages. Um, but, you know, we kind of go, oh, let's have a reset, a rethink. Let's think about what this year holds, how, how are we going to face this year? Um, and it's been interesting talking to people because for some people, they feel really excited about this year to come. Um, there's real hope and glimpses of hope um, that something different might happen. But for others, it's almost like, a fear of hoping <laughs> and kind of that sense of, oh no, are we just going to do it all over again? And so it's been interesting having these conversations because we all feel slightly different in this place, but we all know it's a new year and we all know it's a bit of a reset. So as we've been thinking about this, we've been saying to the Lord, Lord, how do you want us to start this year? You know, we don't know what's coming this year. We are hopeful for all that the Lord has, and we know he will use whatever it is to his glory. We know that. But how do you want us to come in to this year? And so the picture that he gave us as we were thinking about this was of an anchor and um, of a boat out in the ocean, um, in the waves, but with a good, strong anchor. Uh, in the ocean. And, you know, it struck me that um, an, ocean, um, an anchor is doing the thing it was made, it, made to do when it is down in the ocean and the waves are batting around and the boat might be a little bit precarious, but it is held fast in the place that it needs to be. That's when the anchor is ideally doing its, its job. And so I just felt the Lord say, I want you to be anchored this year. That you would know, whatever's going on around, whatever the weather is, whether it's the beautiful calm sea, you know, the sunshine, whether it's the big storm, whether it's just annoying waves batting back and forth, that you are anchored to me and anchored, um, and anchored in place. Um, and so we were reflecting on that a little bit more, and so we just felt there were a few things that that God kind of highlighted, and so we're going to look at them. So this morning, we're going to look at intimacy um, and how knowing who God is um, and what his promises are is key to being anchored in him 
reflecting on how Jesus shared a deep intimacy with the Father. Uh, Next week, we're going to look at connection, how we're made to be together. He's made us for for him and for each other. And God knows that the only way we can get through life is doing it together. On that note, can I just say, it has been such a such a joy just to hear the stories of people looking after each other (laughs) and people helping each other out and doing grocery shopping and all the different things that are needed in this season and it just reminded me what a privilege it is to be a part of a community that love and care for each other so well Um, and then the last one is purpose that we would know our purpose and God's purpose for us that his purposes don't change And his heart for the world doesn't change. So we're going to look at those three things. Uh, So this morning, we're going to talk uh, and look at intimacy. Now, I'd like you just to take a moment to think about what the word intimacy conjures up in you. Because I'm conscious for everyone that's not a positive uh, thing to talk about. I know that um, for some people, you know, often we only hear it in a sexual context, but actually intimacy is this broad, beautiful thing that God has created us for. So just, just take a minute, and part of this is just to, um, I just recognize that what we feel uh, affects how we hear. So as I talk about intimacy now, If in you there's that sense of this isn't good or this hasn't been safe, I just want you to be aware of it because my heart is that God would speak to us um, in a new way and maybe even heal some places where intimacy has been broken um, or has not been used in the right way. So when I think of intimacy, what I think of is kind of a closeness with someone, like a oneness. Um, I was looking at definitions, and so one of them that I found was intimacy is a closeness or deep affection between people. It's what builds over time as you connect with someone, as you grow to care about them, and you feel more comfortable being with them. And so intimacy is also very vulnerable. It's also very risky. Because the thing with intimacy is it's bearing your all, right? It's being completely transparent with someone. Being fully known. I guess one of the questions is, is why do we need intimacy? You know, wh- wh- you know why, why do we need it? Most of us can kind of pull up our, pull up our socks and get on with life and, and do the things that we need to do. But why is it that we need intimacy? And, you know, it is to be truly known 
and completely loved is one of our deepest needs as humans. It's interesting that what God did when he came, when Jesus came to earth, was to completely love us and to love us and know everything about us before we even chose him. Because I think in the heart of every human being is the desire that somebody would know every single part of us and would still love us and would still want to be with us. We also know that actually, as we look through Scripture, there's a lot of actually quite intimate conversation through Scripture. People sharing with God, God sharing with his people. And particularly, particularly in the Psalms. I don't know if you've spent any time reading through the Psalms, but I find often when my relationship with God gets a little bit theoretical, <laughs> you know, where that closeness kind of goes, I love reading the Psalms because there's so much depth and intimacy and transparency as David writes those Psalms. He's pretty nitty-gritty as he shares some of his, what's going on in him. We also know that Jesus had intimacy with the Father. If you read through John 10, it talks about how Jesus and the Father are one. We hear through Scripture and through the New Testament how Jesus often went to a quiet place to pray, to spend time with Father. And Jesus is the picture of humanity, right? He's the picture of what it means to be a perfect human. And so if he had that connection and closeness and intimacy with Jesus, that is something that we most definitely need as well. I think the other thing that I would say is that intimacy is about and why we need it is because we need that place where both our, our interior world and our exterior world can come together. I don't know if that makes sense to you or not, um, but I've been reading a series um, by a guy called Peter Scazzaro, and he's written an um, emotionally healthy series. So he's done the emotionally healthy church, emotionally healthy leader, emotionally healthy spirituality, and various other topics. Um, and this is one of the things that he says in that. This, this is how he explains it. He says, by exterior world, I'm referring to people, to the people to whom we relate and the things that are going on around us. Our interior world is that which is going on inside of us. This interior represents what we feel, what we value, what we honor, esteem, love, hate, fear, and believe in. To truly love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength requires that we know not only God, but also our interior, the nature of our own heart, soul, and mind. Understanding that world of feelings, thoughts, desires, 
and hopes with all its richness and all its complexity is hard work. It also takes time, a lot of time. And so one of the, one of the things about intimacy is that it's often something that we struggle with. We kind of know theoretically that we need to be deeply connected with Jesus. We know uh, that we need to be connected with each other. But intimacy, like I said, because it's so vulnerable, is often something that we struggle with. And one of the reasons that we struggle with it is because it's quite costly. It's something that requires something of us. It requires time. I know um, that when, when we were in the middle of um, having, well, middle of little children, our youngest turned eight yesterday, so no longer little, little children. <laughs> but when we were in the middle of little children and Rob and I would try and get a date night, because we were trying to connect, um, you know, we would go on that, if, if we just did it occasionally, each time we went on the date night, it was like starting all over again. We would sit and kind of talk with each other. And actually, probably most of the time, we just spent talking about the children or what needed to be done next week or what hadn't you done last week and what did I. And actually, building intimacy was, was really hard. And, and so um, what we tried to do, but, you know, life is life, is to try and do it a little bit more consistently in smaller ways. But that cost thing, you know, it cost time. We had to not do, we had to sacrifice other things to put that time together. And I think, you know, as we come into this year and talking about being anchored, as we are thinking about what our year ahead looks like, and all the things that we would like to do or need to do, or as requests and uh, things and decisions come up against us and that we, you know, we need to engage with. I think this, this space is really important. This space of putting time aside to build intimacy with the Lord. is really important. That time, consistency, it takes effort. Can I also say that sometimes I find intimacy awkward? It feels awkward sometimes when you're trying to be intentionally close and connecting with someone. But I know that when I consistently do that, when we cons when we make the sacrifices when we spend the time that something different grows a closeness grows that's very different the other reason why we often struggle with intimacy like I said is because of our past hurts or past disappointments and so it's hard to lean into Jesus again to trust him it's hard to open yourself up hard to be vulnerable when you feel disappointed and hurt from something else. But again, like I said, just read the Psalms. Like David is so, so honest with the Lord about what's going on for him. That it, it, 
almost, well, in some ways it gives us permission, doesn't it, just to say whatever. I mean, he's often saying, can you please kill my enemies? You know, and that's not a small thing to ask. <laughs> um, and so there's this deep honesty that we see here. And that kind of leads me on to, like, so how do we create this, this intimacy? Or how do we step into intimacy with the Lord? Um, when I was first writing my notes, I had a very, very sort of spiritual answer. Prayer, worship, read your Bible. And then um, this last week... So here's my confession time. You can, you know, if, if you've tuned out, tune back in again. This is what you want to hear. It's been a really interesting week for me because um, I have, I'm quite a feelings person. If you know me, you know that. And um, so when it comes to something like intimacy with the Lord, I usually feel it. And this whole week, I have been feeling distant from the Lord. <laughs> and um, I'm like, really, Lord? I'd really like this talk to be an overflow of what I'm feeling, because that would just make it super easy. But, but it has been literally, the picture that the Lord gave me was him and I walking in a desert. And so all the things, you know, that, I, that I'm sharing here... I've, I've found it really hard. I've found that really hard this week. Um, and at first I was like, oh no, God, <laughs> what's wrong? How do we fix this? What do we? And then he just said, listen to your words, right? Building intimacy takes time, takes sacrifice. You have to choose. You need to choose to be close. You need to choose to spend the time. And Jesus, all he wants us to do is to make the choice to keep engaging with him. So I, I don't know where you are with intimacy with Jesus. You might feel like you are really close with him at the moment and there's a deep intimacy and in that, you know, when you spend time with him, you feel like you can share openly and honestly and transparently with him. You might be in kind of uh, that middle ground where you're kind of like, yeah, sometimes it's kind of okay and I can do that and sometimes it's just kind of whatever, but I'm, you know, I'm keep going. You could be sort of on the other end where you're like, hey, I don't even know if I can trust Jesus or, you know, being close and investing in that for me is not something that I've either thought about or prioritized. And I just feel like Jesus is saying, choose me. Like, that's how you build intimacy. When you want to get to know someone, when you want to build a close relationship with someone, you choose to spend time with them. There's not much else you can do to make that relationship work. Otherwise, you will be a little bit controlling. And then that would be awkward and not healthy. But just choosing to be present with that person and putting yourself in that place where that person can speak to you, where you can hear that person, where you can share your deepest, 
um, thoughts and feelings and things that are going on. That's all that Jesus asks us to do. Being honest with the Lord. I, I, I think that's one, that, that is one thing that I've felt really challenged with this week as I've been feeling quite dry. I felt the Lord say, you actually haven't been completely honest about how you're going with me. And I was like, oh, okay. And actually, as I sat down journaling, because that's the way that I kind of talk to the Lord, and spend just time with him journaling, I realized I actually haven't been honest. And it's not because God doesn't know what's going on in us. It's because we need to acknowledge what's going on in us and give it back to him. And we know when somebody shares deeply and, in, and um, vulnerably with us, the connection that it, connect, that it forms with someone. So as we head into this year, um, wherever you're at, if you're feeling hopeful or not hopeful, if um, you're looking forward to it, if you're feeling fearful of it, God's calling us to anchor ourselves in him and he's asking us to start with spending time with him, with building intimacy with him, with being anchored in him and finding ways to do that. Be creative. Find out how you best connect and spend time doing that. Why don't you stand with me? And we're just going to spend a little bit of time now just allowing the Holy Spirit to come and speak to us. So why don't you, if you feel comfortable to, just close your eyes. You can hold your hands out or not. Just whatever position uh, just makes you feel comfortable. And I just like you to um, just take a moment to just have a think about where you're, where you would say your intimacy with Jesus is. How intimate and close are you feeling with Jesus at the moment? And there's no right or wrong answer, and it's and or anything like that. But just even this morning, starting with being completely, completely honest with yourself before the Lord. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would come and settle on hearts and minds now. That you would take away all fear, all condemnation, all guilt. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
just as we're in this place, I, I just um, sense that this was um, just a moment to recognise that the world, um, it offers us some counterfeit intimacy that we actually need to sometimes just bring before the Lord and say, I'm sorry, I've bought into that. Whether it's um, kind of just the fake being known, you know, like particularly through social media or other ways, we sort of kind of the connection with people, but it's not real. Whether it's pornography, perhaps, um, or just, you know, sort of fant- fantasy kind of world. It's not real connection with people. Um, and maybe just some other things that come to your mind. It's like, you know what? You know you've been looking, we all do, looking for connection with people, but it's, it's been something that's just actually empty and not real, not the, the real stuff that Jesus offers us. And he wants us to bring that to him and get it out of the way if we're going to connect with him. So let's just take a moment to just bring anything in your heart before him. Jesus, we know that you don't you, you only want good things for us. So Lord, we we bring things the things that we have we've picked up, we've got ourselves into that we know just aren't real. They don't satisfy that deep longing in us to connect with you, our creator. Um, Lord, we repent of those things this morning. You may just want to take a moment just to chat to him about that. We thank you for your blood, Jesus, that washes us clean, makes us white as snow. And we receive, Lord, we just say yes to you, to that intimacy, that love, that connection, that being known, being understood that you offer us today. Thank you, Lord. love to pray for you this morning if you are just wanting to go deeper into intimacy with Jesus I know like high level yes we're all like yes we'd love to do that but I just sense for some of you you're feeling like this is a little bit of that reset we were talking about a little bit of that actually Lord I want to do things differently I want to step deeper into intimacy with you in a new way I maybe don't know how to do it. I don't quite know where to start, but I know that's what I need. And so if that's you, I would just love you to put your, your hand on your heart. This is between you and the Father. Just put your hand on your heart. 
And I would love just to pray for you now. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you know each and every one of these guys. I thank you that you love them. I thank you that your deep desire is for them to draw closer to you. So I ask, Lord, as we stand before you and we say, yes, Lord, we want to grow in our intimacy. We want to step into intimacy with you in a new and fresh way. We want to reset (laughs) this morning. Would you come and meet each and every one right now? Come and fill, come and fill with your Holy Spirit, Lord. And Lord, I do pray for a fresh, freshness in intimacy and a freshness in relationship with you. I pray for creative ideas. I pray for revelation. I pray, Lord, that as they read scripture and pray, Father, that there would be a freshness and a newness, Lord, and that you, as you said you would, that you would meet each person as they step closer to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit.